We are very lucky right now to be joined by uh, MP elect for Edmonton Centre, Randy Brosseno, on the telephone. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your uh, very busy schedule, I'm sure, to uh, join us this morning. Uh, explain to us, like, the last few days must have been kind of crazy for you. Let's start Monday as you were going into the election. Um, how did you feel on Monday as the votes, as people were kind of casting their ballots? You were probably getting, you were on the ground probably trying to get people out to the polls, were you? The team was doing that work, and it was it was, it was was a, a fantastic um day to just, you know, understand what the team was working. But, you know, on a get-out-the-vote day like that, the candidate can actually be a massive distraction. So they, it was a like, you go, relax, enjoy the day, we've got this. And so it, um, and it's fantastic. I spent the day with my mom, and uh, because as a candidate, we can't campaign that day. Okay. And so there were 400 volunteers responsible for uh, accomplishing what was, what was done on Election Day. So, and... Um, now, that evening was a different matter. <laughs> in the room with the team watching the results pour in, and uh, it didn't turn out so well for us at the beginning. And then once we had a lead, it, it, it stayed, but it was like an accordion, right? Yeah. It would, the, the lead would increase, and then it would, it would decrease, and it would increase and decrease. And that was, that was the roller coaster that, that all candidates go through on all sides of the aisle. And uh, the team was, was amazing, and uh, my brother... At ten fifteen at night, looked at his his uh, two oldest and said, "Your uncle might pull this off. We're going to go into the city from Morneville and and support him." And so they showed up about quarter to eleven at night, but we didn't know until five to twelve. That's yeah, incredible. And it, even then, I, I mean, you must have just been like, "Is this really real? Like, how long has it taken <laughs> you to really kind of accept that you are MP elect for Edmonton?" Well, I was up, Peter, for thirty-eight hours. So I didn't sleep the next day, uh, and uh, media and phone calls and adrenaline. And I finally slept, and then I woke up yesterday. And, and when I went to see TV live uh, at about quarter to seven in the morning, it kind of hit me, and I went, "Wow." I'm so grateful to the people of Edmonton Center because it's it's an amazing responsibility and it's when it just feels like the best job ever and it's only day two now today it's day three. <laughs> <laughs> have you spoken to Amaji Sohi? Because I mean he he must have been going through similar stuff and still probably going through it because it doesn't sound like is it now official official? Seventy nine votes. Amarjeet's in. So That's, it's official. Uh, I'm looking very much forward to serving with Amarjeet. Uh, we did talk the morning after the election. We both, you know, were sleep deprived and kind of, kind of in a fog. But uh, no, we and he was on uh, he was on CBC about you know 20 minutes before I was the morning after, and uh, so it's going to be wonderful to represent you know the city and government and. Um, you know, we're waiting for instructions from Ottawa, but, you know, we have lots to do. We have to wrap up our campaign offices. We have to get ready and set up constituency offices. We, this is now the period of transition, so quite exciting. Yeah, and this is kind of, I mean, it's it's almost like your entire job description has just changed from the campaigning of the past two years to now being the MP. How how do you prepare yourself for that the different role? Because, I mean, campaigning is very different to being the Member of Parliament. Well, you get, I mean... We have not had a member of parliament orientation yet. So part of it is part of it is getting ready to drink from a fire hose right. <laughs> in terms of, of, of information. And, and uh, they'll send us briefing documents, and that, that will all come in the fullness of time. But Ottawa is going through a whole transition period now. Um, cabinet will be sworn in November 4th. But then we all have to, you know, individually, 184 of us 
get sworn in as MPs. That's the whole scheduling matter that the clerk of the House has to work on. So this is all going to take some time, and the and uh, the government will be heading to you know Prime Minister Trudeau, designate Trudeau will be heading with the premiers to the climate change talks in Paris. So that has to get organized as well. And um, there's just lots to do. I mean, for example, I, we I sat down with a family yesterday who came to the campaign office um, who had an immigration matter that they were quite concerned about. And so I said, I'm not informed on this yet, but I'm going to call two of my most informed colleagues across the country. Give me 48 hours and I'll get back to you. So we opened our first immigration file yesterday at the campaign office. Wow. So the, the work has begun, even though you haven't kind of fully been briefed on exactly how. Oh, it's absolutely begun. We have we have over 100, 100 meeting requests already. Wow, that's incredible. Now, um, let's uh, go back to the start of your campaign two years ago. Um, I mean, your background is is quite diverse, but you you've really got a, a um, you've got a, a punch on for kind of literacy. Can you tell us a bit why why that's so important to you? I learned that. Um so I was student union president, so I'm, I'm really thrilled to be doing this interview on CGSR. Mm. In the 90s, I was in student government, and it was during student government that I would get these, you know, foot-long foot foot or foot-thick briefing packages for the Board of Governors, and it would take me, you know, hours to get through them. And I realized that I was a slow reader, and uh, my sister was a very fast reader. And I'm like, what's the difference? And I just realized that I was sub-vocalizing, and so learned how to read, you know, more quickly. Um, but it just struck me that, you know, I was, I had taken something for granted that, you know, is so important and that there are people, you know, who live and work among us that are hiding the secret of low literacy uh, and not able to read, uh, you know, even at a grade two or four or six level. And um, I got, you know, attracted to the Center for Family Literacy, um, was its founding chair here in Edmonton. And then we realized that we could take some of the principles from the Center for Family Literacy and uh, we created Literacy Without Borders. And, the reason is because is if you can unlock the power of literacy, then, you know, a whole world of pathways unlock, uh, opens up for someone and they can just lead their lives in a totally different and more empowered way. And um, it's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to form part of Mr. Trudeau's government, because we're going to be rolling out a national early childhood framework across the country. And um, I find that very exciting. Can we talk about some of the priorities that you want to take to Ottawa? Like, is that the one of the things that you really want to focus on when you're when you're kind of sitting down for caucus meetings? Well, that's important. And we won't be able to afford it, Peter, unless we get the economy growing. I mean, the whole reason that Canadians... Not the whole reason, but I think the reason that I know I heard on the doors, 22,000 doors, that people gave us the support that they did, is that we were the party that was focused on growth. We were going to grow the economy, and that's going to allow us to afford the other things that we want to do. So it is about jobs. It's about building up our city. I mean, we're going to see the West LRT, the West leg of the LRT built on our watch. We're going to see Yellowhead get a proper upgrade. The exchanges at 50th and 75th Street are going to get upgraded. And we're going to see social housing, affordable housing, seniors housing, because we need it. And we're going to have $3 billion in home care for seniors flowing so that people can stay in their homes longer. I mean, all of that really matters. So you're confident, um, like, what time frame are you confident in getting those, all of those things? The money is going to start flowing in budget 2016-17. I mean, that's why this transition period is so important. And, uh, and we're going to have to, be, I mean, we haven't even seen the books yet. Mm-hmm. So after cabinet is sworn in, we'll be able to take a look at the books and understand what the fiscal framework is. But I sit on Justin Trudeau's economic team and there's 24 of us across the country and I, I represent Alberta on that team and the critical matter facing any government, I mean, is first, first is security and, and second is you know economic opportunity for all and so we have to make sure we get that right and uh, that's what we led on 
And the, our number one piece of legislation is going to be the, you know, the plan for families in the middle, the tax break for the middle class. And we're going to get to work on that right away. Now, you've, you kind of mentioned the, the 22,000 doors that you knocked on and, and some of the priorities. What other priorities were coming out of Edmonton Centre? What, what, what is Edmonton Centre really keen to get uh, heard? Absolutely. Taking responsibility for the environment again. Um, unmuzzling scientists, getting the long form census back. Uh, having some dignity in Parliament. Uh, electoral reform came up a lot. People were very pleased to hear that we were going to lead on having a blue-chip panel on electoral reform and just passing legislation to get rid of the first-past-post system. Do you think that will um, happen? Is that, is that still... I do. Yeah. It's, on our, it's a part of the platform. Okay. Um, and, it's, and, it's, and it's... We let... We, we, it's in our platform. And we, um, we also talked about getting our international reputation back. And you heard Mr. Trudeau say this, I think, two days ago in Ottawa, that if... You know, anybody, any of our partners or neighbors internationally have felt that, you know, they have been ignored or that Canada has lost its way over the last 10 years, I have a message for you. We are back. <laughs> it makes me very happy as somebody who, you know, started a, co-founded a, uh, an NGO because I've been, you know, I've heard directly from people in other countries who said, where's your country gone? We used to be able to partner with you and you're simply not at the table anymore. Yeah. Now, one of the biggest differences is between the different platforms was how the budget was going to be managed. Uh, the Liberals definitely the, the only major party who were going to go into deficits um, mm-hmm. to, to kind of kickstart the economy. Why do you think that? Do you think that was a major incentive for people to vote the Liberal way? And if if so, uh, why 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 that method over the balanced budget? So there's two there's two elements to my answer, and the first is that about. Six months ago, maybe a little bit before that, I started asking people on the doors, what advice do you have for me? And it totally changed our, our conversations. And they would look at me and they would you know, take a measure of me. And, and there was one Sunday and I was in three different areas that Sunday and everybody, many people, and there was something going on in the province at the time or country. And they said, don't lie to us. Give it to us straight. Just tell us the truth. Like we can handle it. If something's going to take four or eight years or 10 years, we can handle that. But don't, just don't don't cover things up. Just be straight with us. And so when we see the Canadians, look, we're in the second recession. You cannot grow the economy by cutting it. We're going to have to borrow some money, invest some money, like you do with your homes. I mean, very few people buy their homes cash on the barrel hut. And so when I would have the opportunity to explain the plan to people and say, by year, by 2019, 2020, we'll be balanced after you know, three years of modest deficits. And I, and when I had the opportunity to explain the debt to GDP ratio that was at 31% now, and we're gonna bring that down to 27, people got it and they understood it because interest rates are low and people are out of work. Like labor wants to get to work. And if this isn't the best time to start, you know, with massive, you know, physical and social infrastructure, then when is? And, and people on the doors understood that and they appreciated the, the honest approach. One of the other differences that people have talked about with Justin Trudeau, at least, is he's perhaps less partisan than definitely Stephen Harper, but also maybe even Tom Mulcair. Um, what what will that mean for the discussions that go about in the Houses of Parliament? Do you think? Like, what are we going to see over the next few years like, regarding the discussions? Is it going to be more of a civil debate? Is there actually going to be input from other parties, or is it is it are we going to end up with those very drawn party lines again? Uh, no, it's not our approach. It's not my approach. I mean, uh, if you take a look at here in in Edmonton, there are, there are three of us who are not conservatives, and um, that means we have to work with our colleagues here to make sure that Edmonton is is well represented. And I mean, that is a very important. But even across Parliament, even at the committee level, you know, we're going to make sure that we get input from all parties because it's it's what we pledged to do to Canadians. And I think 
when you structure committees properly and you have input from all sides, you have better decision making. And um, this liberal win, uh, the fact that we had this mandate from we have this mandate from Canadians, is because you know former progressive conservatives voted with us and folks who would typically have supported the NDP voted with us. I mean, a million people who voted for the NDP last time voted for us this time. So it's incumbent on us to you know, to be reaching out to all parties to make the best kind of legislation. And that's what open debates are for. And that's why you will see, you know, um, a return to parliamentary debates under uh, on our watch. Yeah. Now, um, going back to the kind of the Liberal candidates within within Alberta, it, it probably is going to be the case that one of the four, maybe two of the four, one from each of the major cities will end up um, being closer in in that inner circle. What are your perspectives on, on who's that likely to be in, in the Alberta region? Is it going to be you? The Prime Minister designate and his advisors have a massive challenge and uh, a big responsibility in this matter. And they're going to have to figure out regional diversity. Um, we've pledged to have an equal number of men and women in the cabinet. There's also cultural diversity, linguistic diversity. So that's a matter that's entirely in the hands of Mr. Trudeau and his advisors. I can tell you, Peter, there is so much work to do here at the constituency level that I'm I'm thrilled to be and honored to be member of Parliament-elect for Edmonton Centre. And so I'm very focused on on getting things right here at the constituency level and. Um, and we'll leave all those matters to the to the Prime Minister and his advisors. Sounds very good. Randy Brosseneau, thank you so much for taking the time this morning to, to talk to CJSR. And like you said, this is kind of where you were president back in the 90s. So it's um, <laughs> it, it, um, we really do appreciate you taking the time out to come back to My best uh, to everyone and uh, feel free to reach out again, Peter. Absolutely. I'm sure we will if, uh, if anything else comes up. Thank you so much for taking the time again, Randy. Thank you. Okay, Randy Brosseneau is the MP-elect for Edmonton Centre, uh, had a very tense Monday night and uh, is now uh, going to be the Liberal Party uh, representative for Edmonton Centre and in the Houses of Parliament here in Canada. Uh, we sincerely thank him for taking the time out this morning.